Um, but look, yeah, it probably started yesterday. Too. It, it definitely started <laughs> yesterday. Well, it started Sunday, but we'll we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get, yeah, we'll get yeah, into yeah, that. We'll get into that. But before we do that, it did start. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Ico Underwood and Arista Real Estate. Um, shout out to Ico. We actually had lunch today. Talked about how we're going to have more content coming out, showing uh, you know uh, her her knowledge of the real estate space and just her story, which I think anyone can uh, can can get inspiration from. Episode fifty six, she was on. We're going to have her on actually next week. Um, so a little sneak peek there. But uh, shout out to her, man. She's she's uh, helping, you know, keep the lights on. Man, we, we, <laughs> we, we need y'all. We need y'all to help us keep the lights on yeah, by man. subscribing to Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash like, slash clock comment, um, YouTube. Um, yeah, man. I need some diapers, man. Yeah, yeah. Facts, man. It's, these kids, these kids be pooping all the they time. Say, what they said, say, mama need a house, baby need some, some shoes. shoes. Probably doing a Bible scripture there. You definitely do a Bible scripture. <laughs> I don't know how we feel about Ace. Ace 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 had me close to uh <laughs> to getting in the to get in the streets a couple times. But then also You know what I'm saying? And also wanting to go go to Bible study. Right. He, he he's he's like he's like the Steph Curry of the rap game where like <laughs> he's not corny when it comes to like, you know, people like people can relate to him, but he also is like a good dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard it's hard to dislike Ace Hood. You know what I'm saying, but anyways, um, Nico's back, man. You feel me? Nico's Ooh. back. Um, Clock in. So for those Clock in. for those who are new listeners, yes. uh, we we joined a a movement, a chapter, if you will, um, of of the dark skin society. Okay, I know there's a lot of different. You know sensitivities to, to, different, to ERGs, different ERG groups. Yeah, yeah. There's there's different communities. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. get into those. Yeah, yeah. But Damson Idris, uh, the the lead actor in Snowfall, um, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yeah. Franklin Saint Daniel Kaluuya, who was the lead actor in, uh, in Get Out and some other stuff, um, and a couple other guys from the UK started. You know, this, they called the DSS. Okay, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> naturally, Austin and I started Northern Virginia chapter. Um, we need to start doing some recruiting, by the way. We yeah, we been slacking on that. Um, um, we we got to put some, we got to put some some effort into that. But uh, that said, you know, Nico, who you know, we're not he he has his own he has his own group, the LSS Light Skin Society, as he as he started it in. As, as a, as a uh, is it a Northern Virginia chapter or is it out, out of Merlin? Worldwide. It, bro. Okay. <laughs> Worldwide. You know what I'm saying? It was a counter to the DSS. <laughs> uh, he went to Africa for, for a month. Um, and, you know, we've never been, man. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Man. That's, 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 part of the, that's part of the requirements to, you know, elevate in, in the DSS ranks. Is it? And, uh, I just made that up. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Nico in a way we we so we didn't know about the LSS until we we actually said Nico man like you can be an honorary member of the DSS. He said nah nah LSS yeah, he, for he life. Did, he did it that very quick. He did it. Um, but he was dedication. A, yeah man. But we wanted to hear from Nick about um, his experience man because you know for those who 
who have been listening, like Nico is a big part of of our um, our success that we you know the success and consistency we've been able to have up to this point. You know, he's been doing our YouTube since episode like four. Um, he did the, the clock in you know lifestyle video. Um, he does you know as of the season social, media, social media content. So he does a lot for us. So to have him gone for a month was, you know, it, it was it was yeah, tough. But, but we were happy for him because we seen we seen him grow in the last like you know year and a half that he's been working with us. So um, Nick, man, we'd love to you know hear about the trip, man. Whatever you're you're open to sharing, you feel me? Um, because it, it's a good story about just taking a leap of faith and you know getting out of your comfort zone and, and making connections and networking and all that. So. Yeah, man, I'll let you uh, talk a little bit about the um, Cool. So, yeah, long story short, uh, I met this guy when I lived in California working at the bank. Came in to do a wire transfer to Liberia. Seemed like a good dude. So I decided to do a free wire transfer for him, $45 for us, U.S. Um, but didn't realize that, you know, the $45 in Africa would be so a lot more than anything we could think of. So once I did that, he, you know, was like, man, I'm coming to you for wire transfers. Um, he has a nonprofit. His name is Darlington Martor. Uh, he has a nonprofit in Liberia. Uh, pretty much provides like resources and after-school programs and dope. all types of stuff for kids in Liberia. Uh, but they also do a soccer tournament. So last year he came to, he was going to Liberia and he stopped at Dulles. He called me like, hey, how close are you to Dulles? I'm like, man, I'm on the way to pick you up. Uh, so I hung out with him a little bit before he went to Liberia last year. And he noticed I had a video camera and I was doing video. I had a video shoot that day. So he was like, man, why don't you come and do a documentary? Um, so pretty much that's how the whole Africa trip happened uh, based on Darlington and Anything is Everything. That's the nonprofit that they have. That's what's up. So like... Uh, you out there. How many days were you out there? 25, 26 days. Yeah, that's a long time. Um, life's different out there. Like A lot of things we take for granted... They don't have, um, but everyone's happy. Hmm. Like, everyone's happy. They're really resourceful. Perspective, man. Um, they embraced me like I was family. They made fried chicken for me. Like, wow. Almost every day. For real? <laughs> yeah, I had like three or four people in the community that I would kind of rotate through every day. Wow. To get my fried chicken. Um, and do they eat that like on their own or was it just like they, they wanted to show you love because that's an American thing? So they eat fried chicken more like celebrations. Wow, that's big so time. Like, they did that for you, like yeah. Regular. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but they knew I couldn't really eat their food. Um, their food's spicy. Um, just not what I'm used to. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it was tough to acclimate to that. But no, they they were they were really embraceful. Um, I feel like I got a second family, but mm-hmm. I could talk about it for yeah. hours and days. But everyone, I feel like, should go. Whether you do it the way I did it with someone that you know that lives there. Or whether you just like go on your own and live, uh, stay on a resort, but it's, it was just very eye opening and very humbling. Like, That's big time, man. Anything is everything is a non profit. Anything is everything. Darlington is a thing. Darlington is a thing. We got a documentary and all sorts of content coming soon. So. But yeah, it was it was a dope experience. I, man, everyone, anyone and everyone should go. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, just. From seeing on Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff, man, it looks like you had a you had a blast. And I, I mean, like you said, man, 
right? Like a lot of the things that we have, resources here in, in America, um, they don't have, but I mean, you would never, you would never know because that's, that's just what they're used to, right? And, and they, they didn't know. Yeah. You know, even like washing clothes, it was a washboard and a bucket. Yeah. And they're like, let me wash your clothes, let me wash your clothes, let me wash your clothes. And I'm like, I appreciate the kind, you know, the kind judgment, but I mean, the, the kind words, but I, I lived this, I went to someone, I'm like, you want to know how I wash clothes? After a while, you want to know how I wash clothes? I put them in a machine and I push a button. Yeah. And 50 minutes later, I come back and put them in a different machine and push a different button. And then I come back and I have to fold. Right. And I think once I said that, they kind of understood, like, Oh, maybe I am trying to be a little too hospitable for them. Like, yeah. Yeah, so little, like little things like that, it's like, I don't know. No, it's just different. Even even when I spent time in the UK, I didn't, like a lot of people, you know, they did their own laundry. They didn't, but they had, you know, laundry, laundromats and uh, wash, all that stuff. But a lot of it was just like, all right, I'm just doing my own and, and hang it up, right? And, People don't understand, man. Like, we live in the best country. It has its problems, but we're just so blessed, man. And I'm glad you were able to experience that. I think, like, literally everyone should just go to a different country. Because, like you said, it's eye-opening, different culture. And you have an appreciation when you do come back to, like, man, this... I live in paradise, bro. Like, for real. And I always, I always keep that in the back of my mind, like, because it's, it's different, man. It really is. And, like, it's a beautiful country, you know, like, it's along the coast, so there's beaches everywhere. It's the waves are crazy. They, like, surf competitions are in Liberia. Um, but it's just, you get to also see, like, the other side of this, this the third world country, mm-hmm. you know, so you really get to see, like, wow, this is, it, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. But again, everyone wakes up every day with a smile on their face. Yeah, like, I mean, that's that's so powerful. Yeah. And you know, it's funny you say that because I've seen a lot of interviews from people that lived in America that, that grew up in the hood, and they're like, "Man, we didn't even know we were broke." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it wasn't what they were dwelling on. Like you look at, you know, look at society. Let's just speak to the black community. Like let's look look at society from like 70s, 80s, 90s on um, compared to like the 60s, right? They're going through racism. They're going through all types of stuff. But if you look at like... Real racism. Real racism. And, and, if, you, <laughs> and if you look at um, the family dynamic, like most black people had two parents in their home. Home ownership for black people, I think, was higher back then. Um and even the one, even for black businesses, a lot more black businesses, and, and even for the ones that you know didn't necessarily have both parents or like live in you know in a, a middle class neighborhood, there were so many other things going on in the world. It's like we don't have a lot to complain about, right? They're worried about getting walking to school and not getting and not getting stoned, yeah, and not yeah, not getting jumped by a group of racist people, like. So it's just it's just crazy, and then you know I'm gonna take what Austin said to another level because I think I think it's important. He said it. We should all go outside of our country, um, outside the country, and just, just kind of see what it's what it's like. I think every every race should go to another country of people that look like them, 
so they can really like understand that there are people who literally have the same genes as you who aren't living as, as good as you. Like when we went to Jamaica, I've only been out of the country once to Jamaica for Walt's wedding. Great time. But I'm walking around. Amazing time. I'm, <laughs> amazing time. <laughs> uh, I'm walking around, uh, you know, the resort. You had your shirt on or shirt off? Oh, it was 100% off the whole trip. <laughs> The whole trip. <laughs> Yo, we, we didn't wear a shirt for six days straight. Yeah, the whole trip, it was off. Um, <laughs> actually, matter of fact, like on the drive, so the drive from the airport to uh, um, the resort to the resort was like, like two grill. hours, two and a half hours. The grill. And uh, you just saw like, like you said, third, third world country. Um, like the, Like people were on the side selling side of the road selling stuff just selling fish selling whatever they could the resort and this is like the hospitality industry was like the job to have so like the people who were freaking janitors on the resort like that was a privilege that was a privilege but so I'm seeing people who look like me and not to minimize the struggles that we have in this country as black people because there's definitely a lot of stuff that, that happens that shouldn't but it's like I was like damn man like there was a dude who looked like my uncle. Fact, remember that there was a mm-hmm. looked like old Jerome, and you know he was he was like cleaning the rooms, and it's like it just hit it just hit a, hit different man. man, definitely a different. But um, glad to have Nick back, man. Um, yes, sir. Got a couple clock in it or clock outs for y'all. You know we're big basketball fans. It's it's basketball. Uh, uh, you know. It's, 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 it's the peak of the basketball season for the NBA. You know, we're in the playoffs. And uh, there was a lot that happened this Sunday that was unexpected. Um, so the Suns got blown out, like, like embarrassed, out on their home floor game seven. And there's always been talk for the last, say, like t- 10 years about CP3. You know, is he overrated? Is, you know, his true value... So the first clock in our clock out. That giant's great. It is. Time. It is. Is CP three overrated? Uh, I'm gonna clock out on the fact that he's not overrated. Uh, look, man, the guy. The guy had. He had a bad game. Um, wasn't just him, right? Like Booker, who's supposed to be, I think the the catalyst. He didn't play well, but then you also have on the other side, like Luca. Luca, arguably, I don't know what he was beginning of the season as far as like top ten, fifteen, but he's probably in the top five now after this season. What? Like, dude's dude's legit. So. Nah, he's not overrated, man. It's just it's unfortunate. Like it's at that level, we talk about this. It takes a lot of luck to to even get to the playoffs, one. But to get to the finals, I think it's just it's a lot of luck, man. And it's unfortunate that it, it happened to him on a game seven on on the home floor. But his career is still still solidified. I mean, I don't know how many All Stars he has, but. He's first ballot Hall of Fame. Um, and we talked about this maybe a couple episodes ago, but 
everywhere he's gone, they've won. Right? Like there was a there was a uh, you know a side by side whatever graphic on ESPN or whatever sports channel, but the the dude wins wherever he goes. Getting over the hump, like look, man, not, not everybody's gonna win a championship. Barkley, think about all the great players that haven't won a championship. Barkley hasn't won one. Um, Ewing, Patrick, Patrick Ewing, Iverson, Iverson didn't win, didn't win one. Carmelo, right? There's like, a lot of NBA, a lot of, top a lot of Hall of Famers, a lot of top seventy-five players that just haven't won a championship, right? Like, T Mac never even got close. T Mac never got close, and there's going to be more. John Stockton, like Malone, South Lakes. Gary Payne, yeah, Gary, yeah, Grant Hill, Gary Payton. Yeah, so it's like, and this is where I'm kind of on the side where championships, you know, typically, I don't think they matter that much. They do matter, but for CP's standpoint, I mean, he's still a top five point guard in my opinion. So, I'm clocked out on him. On him being overrated, yeah. I, I agree. I, I clock out on him being overrated, and I have a few reasons. Um, first of all, like you said, he's elevated every team that he's been on, right? Like, OKC wasn't supposed to make the playoffs. No, God, no. I actually, um, I, I forget about that, that he was even on that team. Dog, and he took them, and, and he went there as like a... All right, this did year, he get this, traded? How did he get there? He got traded, yeah. He got traded from Rockets? the... From the Rockets, yeah, to OKC. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, Westbrook went to the Rockets. And, you know, he uh, he elevated them to, to the playoffs. Competitive, um, too. Competitively. The Suns were, after that, first year, they go to the finals. Now, look, they had a good bubble. In, yeah, had a good bubble. But, I mean, look, there were injuries last year to keep players on the West. I get it. He still he still had to play basketball and he elevated them, um, you know with the Clippers. Look, man, like I'm looking back, that Clippers team wasn't that good. Like the teams that won all those games, like Blake Griffin was athletic, DeAndre Jordan was athletic. You they know, were they were good. They I mean, were good. They were good. But they weren't like. I mean, well, it was a different era, a little bit, but but they, were they? They they were they should have they should have beat the freaking Warriors. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's they, just keep it above. They, they should have gotten. They should have gone they further. Beat, they should have beat the Warriors. They should have gone for, further. They had crazy talent, and they choked. But I mean, this is a whole other conversation. Does Doc Rivers have a? Does he play a big part in that? I mean, look at his record in eliminate when he's up. Like that's not a coincidence. I'm sorry. Like so, it, it's 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 bigger than than just. Oh, he hasn't made it. He hasn't won a ring. The other thing is, Chris Paul is a six foot, probably not even that, um, really a pass first point guard, right? Um, Austin and I can relate to this because, you know, we've played against, uh, you know, guys that are a lot bigger than us. You know what I'm saying? And 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 had to find ways to. To make it work, you look at guys like Fred VanVleet, CP3. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples, you know. But the reality is, when you're that small compared to the people you're playing against, you ha- you have very little room for error when it comes to your health. Mm-hmm. True or false? 
No, it's true. Like, like I don't like if, if I were to go play. Um, I'll play Division Three. It was a little bit different, but you know, if I go to open gym, it's a bunch of D one guys and pros. If I'm healthy, I'll, I'm I'm not gonna look like I don't fit in, right? But if I'm not healthy, like it's a big like it, it's I I'm not gonna look the same. Like it's gonna be a drop off. He hasn't been healthy, and the way that his game designed isn't designed to carry a team. Like that's not how he that's not his game. He's also a freaking thirty seven. Exactly. <laughs> like it, 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 exactly thirty seven, and. He's not a physical specimen like LeBron or, you know, freaking Vince Carter was like forty still right double windmilling right and that's what makes him that's what that's why he has to be so smart and that's why he has to be so skilled but I mean he's overrated if you compare him to LeBron, LeBron Kobe like you know he's not them those guys. guys he's not them he's not them he needs and he's never you know. Booker's supposed to be and the guy if any, that if anybody should be getting like destroyed, a lot of flack, it's, 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 Booker. it's Booker. Yeah, like we're we're comparing this kid to to be the next Kobe. First of all, I don't know who made that comparison. That's like we have to stop that. We have to stop. Like that's that's a disrespect to Kobe, in my opinion. Like love Booker, he's great, but no, you're not. You don't have the, your your mindset isn't no, isn't there. sorry. There, there's, there aren't many. There isn't really anyone in this era that I can compare. He's not Kobe. comparable. I mean, Tatum is that 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 boy's playing on another level. Now he's not Kobe. He, he no yeah. one's, no one's Kobe guys. Kobe won three rings by the time he was freaking twenty yeah, I mean, two, three years success. old. But you no, know, and he played a big part in that. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah, I'm clocked out, man. Like we got it, we got it. Let's 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 get to back to like basketball. How do you feel about what Beverly was saying, Patrick Beverly? There's some truth to it. So, for context, there's some truth. Patrick Beverly plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, very aggressive. Uh, you know, he he's got a lot of energy. Uh, defender. I don't want to say rah-rah, but, you know, he's, he's the type of guy he's going to be all up in your face. And he went on, I think it was first take. He went on a lot of First take, first take different, and, and get up. Yeah. All, all the ESPN morning shows. And, like, pretty much, like, slandered Chris Paul by saying, like, yo, we don't, nobody in the league fears Chris Paul. You know, when we, when we play the Suns the night before, I'm going to steak, a steak dinner, I'm getting wine, opposed to, like, Steph Curry where I got to, I gotta get a good a good night's rest. And yeah, he's just like slandering the dude. Like he's like he's not certified. Like he's not yeah, yeah. a first ballot Hall of Fame. And I'm like, like this is this is what I, I don't like about certain dudes, man. First of all, Beverly, you're not that guy. When have you ever been that guy? You're not. So what what gives you the right to call somebody a fraud? Not a fraud, but, you know, to say, oh, we don't fear him and all this stuff. When you're here, he's in a different different stratosphere, bro. And, and let's, let's use Draymond as an example, right? Draymond is very similar in the way that he talks about 
you know, challenges people and says, like, we're not, you know, like, no one's worried about that. Like, but here's the thing. Draymond didn't really start doing that until he won championships. So he has credibility, and he's shown that he's an integral piece, a part of a championship team. You've been a role player on teams that didn't that didn't make it. And this is the same. So there's dude, a difference. This is the same dude that was crying because they got into because <laughs> they got into the playing game, or they won. They, what won, is it? they won, won the playing play game, game to get into the playoffs. Like, come on, dog. Because like, they beat the Clippers, his team. Yeah, like, yo, miss, miss me I, with that, bro. Yo, I, that's, I was that's corny. I was that's team. corny to me. Like, nah, it is. Nah, dog. So, 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 but I say there's truth to what he said. Like, are people afraid of Chris Paul at this point in his career? No, but my thing is like, and this is what Steve Nate was saying. No one is saying that. No one is saying. Even though you're making valid points, you just sound like a hater now. Oh, a, like, a big like, hater. There's, there's jealousy. And look, a lot of people don't like CP, and, and I get why. That's, that's what it comes down to. And I get why. Like, a lot of people don't like him. He doesn't help himself. Like, I, I get why. Like, he, he plays a little dirty sometimes. He plays dirty. He, he gets away with stuff. Like, I get it. But he... We, he, can't, we can't discredit what, what the guy's yeah, done in his career. Yeah, bro. man. And, and, and look, part, and this is, again, another issue like people like Kendrick Perkins um, I'm trying to think who else guys who never had any influence in the NBA get a voice and then all of a sudden they feel like they kind of break the code that's what uh, yeah. that's Bar- what Dame said and, and, Matt, said. and Matt Barnes went on, went on a rant and was like yo like yeah I was a role player just like you bro like it's different they had the same role literally they literally had yeah. the same role it's, it's different man like you really don't have, you really don't have the credibility credibility to talk to a guy like Chris Paul like that. Like again, that's first ballot, bro. And you don't have expectations. It's easy because look, I, I respect his his story and yeah, everything nah, he did. But, but look, great, but there's, don't, there's a difference when you don't have expectations. No one expects you're not a, you're, you're not a bus driver. When y'all lose, exactly. When y'all lose, <laughs> no one is blaming ride. Patrick Beverly. Nah. You know. So all right, real quick, next clock and a clock out, and then we'll get into. Uh, the main time. Clock in or clock out. This Mavs team will make a run like the 2011 team that beat LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Mario Chalmers. Who else they have? Uh, and 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 uh, cut all that. Six, seven final championships stuff out. Okay, clock in or clock out. <laughs> that uh, this match team will be uh, will be like that that team that went that went on that run and won the championship. I'm clocked in at this point because I thought the Suns were gonna run through the West, but after that, I mean, it just goes. It's, it's almost like it's almost like March Madness at this point. I don't know. No, who's, I don't know who's for gonna real, win. For real, I don't know who's gonna win. Which is great, great for basketball fans, um, and then just the game in general. But I'm clocked in, man. Luca, Luca's special, right? I was talking to a parent I was training today. Um, he's been next to LeBron. He's been the only guy that I can say um, that can literally control the whole game, offensively. You know. Him scoring, getting people involved. He can rebound. 
he's a facilitator when he when he needs to be and just his pace right like if you know basketball you know about how he can control the pace of a, of a game and dictate a whole game because um, he I mean he has a ball in his hand and he demands the ball I haven't seen anybody like I was watching it like I finally got a chance to like sit and watch him like play yeah, and I'm like, wow. He's like, this is similar to LeBron, and and I think LeBron even he's like, yeah, he's my favorite player to watch, because I'm sure there's a lot of parallels to their yeah, to their game. So with him alone, yeah, I'm clocked in, and then you also have the role guys, man, who are fearless right now: Dorian Finney-Smith, Dinwiddie, uh, Brunson, who's playing really well. You know, Powell, I think Powell sucks, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't like anyone from I should, Stanford. I shouldn't I say that. I don't, <laughs> sorry, Powell. I, I can't trust anyone from Stanford. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, man. Um, is it because is it because of his gap in his shape up? Does that play any part in it? <laughs> he has a shape up, right? I don't know. He I, has, I just he, I, I don't know. He has the the mixed I, kid who <laughs> I think I think it's, I think it's like a fake toughness up. that I don't really like. I whatever. Um, but yeah, they have pieces, man. That you know are, are dangerous, and I'm excited for the matchup against the Warriors. I think they can create some some matchup problems with them. Um, but again, it, it comes down to you know can Luca can Luca manage the game, and then can these guys knock down threes? Freaking Bertans used to play with the Wizards. Cash. I I don't know if he was shooting like that in DC, but he was. But I mean, he, he can he can knock it down. They play games on MSNBC, so no one, no one ever saw it. Nah, nah. The Wizards probably how many national TV games the Wizards get this year? One. Oh, if that. Yeah, without Brad Bill, definitely, definitely not must watch TV. But yeah, they're 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 an exciting team to watch, man. Um, Reggie Bullock forgot about him, so they got guys that can defend, you know, and switch. Against the Warriors, but it's still the Warriors at the end of the day. If I was yeah. a betting man, a safe bet would be to go with the Warriors. But I just I don't I don't know, man. I really don't. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm clocked in on the potential of them making a run uh, for a couple of reasons. The Warriors they have three guys who have a history of getting injured: Steph Clay and, and Draymond. If one of them isn't there, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Or if one of them isn't healthy, it's going to be tough. Another thing that is underrated about the Mavs, at least in the playoffs, I didn't watch them that much in the regular season, but they were strapping up. Yeah. Like Reggie. That's what I'm saying. Dorian. They got length. They got guys. Luca actually is – he's actually a – a, a great off the ball defender when it comes to anticipating and getting steals. Um, Brunson straps. Dwight Powell's a good defender. Um, Dinwiddie is, you know, here or there, but he makes up for it on offense. Um, they're not afraid of the moment, and that's 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 the other thing. Like, yeah. there's no pressure on them. Um, they don't have expectations. They're playing free. So, and then the way the Warriors are playing, I mean, they're freaking. Yeah, they're just so they're, careless. They're, they're just they're careless with the ball, um, and Luca can get Draymond. Luca can get Draymond in foul trouble. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put Draymond. In. I would put Kaminga, 
you know, Wiggins, um, Gary Payton's out, right? Yeah, he's out. Because he would be – that's going to be another thing to watch out exactly. for. Exactly. Because he, he's, a, he's a good – a big piece for them defensively. And he gets a ton of offensive rebounds. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would put Kaminga, Wiggins, Draymond could guard him a little bit. Uh, so, it's it's going to be very interesting. I guess while we're on, we can talk about the East East matchup too. Yeah, I mean they. Last thing I'll say on the Mavs, they can beat. They can beat any team that's left. Um, I, everybody, I think everybody, everybody can, can. Yeah, like the, this East matchup though, I'm I can't wait to see, and I think they're playing now. They're playing right now. I can check the score. Um, Celtics up by four, and here's the thing. This is a game where, like, I think they're kind of already like, if we win it, great. But if not, because they didn't play like Horford's out. Um, really? Yeah, Horford's out, and uh, Smart Marcus Smart with his ankle. So it's like, I think it's kind of like a wash. Like, all right, we want to save Al. He's like, Al's thirty six. You know, let's let's save him for, you know, when these games matter. But. It's a trap game though, for the Heat. Very, very, very much so. Yeah, and, and but the Heat got them dogs. The Heat they got, got them. Dogs. Dogs. Yeah, they got. You about to start playing like they, the Heat they in, got the, some, uh, in the lifetime league. They probably got the most darkskins in, in, in the left in the playoff. Definitely got the most darkskins. <laughs> you got Victor Oladipo. Jimmy. You got Jimmy. You got Deadman. <laughs> Deadman. <laughs> That's just hilarious that he's on that team. UD, he's not really dark. The, he, UD, dark UD, skin. Dark skin. He dark skin. Shoot, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero, basically off dark the, skin. Off the influence. Yeah, he's basically dark skin. Lowry from Philly, like, or Jersey. Yeah, he's from Philly. He dark skin. Uh, who else who that got, man? PJ Tucker, mad, he, so he dark yeah. <laughs> <laughs> PJ be mad, bro. <laughs> so they, they got... As far as just like grit and toughness, yeah, yeah, the Heat have that. Yeah, they're not gonna fold. Like, but again, they're one of those teams. And your boy Vincent, tough too. Vincent, I like Vincent. I like Max Strauss, uh, Struess. So yeah, I don't know, man. I can't really pick a team confidently. My my sleeper pick for the finals was Celtics Grizzlies, um, which if John doesn't get hurt, that would have been possible. These fools, I, I watched the game when they were up. Um. Was it in? It was in Memphis. Game five. Yeah, man. and they had a chance to go up three two. Yes, they had yeah, a chance to go yeah, up three two. It was just like three or four possessions down the stretch where it was just like, "What are y'all doing?" Like yeah. y'all had the game. That's just not knowing. That's just come down to not knowing how to how to how to close yeah, the game youth. against good teams. Youth. Clock in family, Aham here. Appreciate you all for making it this far into the episode. If you enjoy our content, we've got something special for you. Check out patreon.com slash clock in or download the Patreon app that's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N and search clock in the podcast. You'll have a chance to become a subscriber of the podcast for access to bonus episodes, merchandise discounts, and much more. Only at $5.10 a month. The link is also in the podcast description. All right, I'll shut up now and let y'all get back to it. Peace. But look, I wanted to, to transition, man, to something that, you know, we talked about recently. And I think it'll help 
anyone, right? Regardless of whether you're in the basketball or not, in life we need this to uh, to succeed, you know, and 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 stay stay motivated, stay sharp. And that's the edge, the edge, man. Um, I actually have a clip that I want. Actually, no, it's not a clip. Um, it's an Instagram post that Austin and I talked about because we feel like it's lacking today in today's culture in general, but it's specifically in the NBA. Um, Not just just basketball, period. Yeah, it's facts. Um, Up to the mic when you're ready. So, yeah, sorry, this one isn't going to be a, a video. This is oh, actually okay. just a post. Who's this from? Uh, Do Ball Don't Stop. Uh, it's it's a he does a lot of basketball content. He has his own podcast. Some of his stuff is good. Some of it is, you know, not good to me. But he basically said, "I love where the game is at now. Um, it's different." But this this post was like a couple weeks yeah, ago. Paraphrase that joint. Um, that joint kind of long. Yeah, yeah, it is. Straight. I'm not about to read the whole thing. <laughs> but basically, he summarizes a couple of things that happened. Um, you know, Carl Anthony Towns and John Morant. Took like okay, awful okay. threes down the stretch. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Grizzlies were dancing on the the Timberwolves logo after they beat them. The Grizzlies are the, are the number two seed. The T Wolves are, as I said mentioned earlier, they barely made it to the playoffs, and they're <laughs> dancing on the other team's logo when when they were supposed to win. Even if you weren't supposed to win, that's still like corny. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, he waved goodbye to the crowd after they lost. Like, oh my god! Like he, y'all, did y'all see that? You saw that? And, and, and he kissed. He did blue kisses to the crowd. Like after losing in the first round. Yo, that and then as you mentioned, <laughs> that clip. Pat, Pat Beverly was. <laughs> Pat Beverly was. When I say he was crying, he was like crying, like like snot coming out. Yo, like he like he like won the like finals. He won the, like like when Jordan's father died that year, and he won the finals on Father's but, Day. But okay, but here's that's the, literally how he was acting. Here's the thing, like in JJ Reddit, great podcast. I love his pod, and he defended him. But and look, I, I'm I'm on that side of like the passion and like great, but. When you come when you come on the other side and start talking crap about somebody and all this stuff, nah, you're you're gonna get it, bro. You're gonna get it back because CP3, who you were slandering, I don't think he's crying after getting out or making the playoffs, right? When you were in a playing situation, he's not crying like he just won the freaking championship. Again, there's levels to this crap, bro. And it speaks so cut to, it out. And it speaks to this, like again, this is a life thing. What is your expectation? Right? What is your expectation? What's your standard for yourself? If you get a new job and you throw a, a you know a party, a celebration because you got a new job, I mean it could be your dream job, cool, like I'm not gonna judge you, but is your is your was your goal to get the job or was your was your goal to excel in the job? Right? I'm in sales, right? I get a new job. I've got gotten multiple new jobs in sales. I've celebrated when I hit my quota. And it was something slight, but like when I hit my quota, that's when I celebrated. Because my expectation is if I don't hit my quota, 
I don't care if it's 99.9%. If I don't have my quota, I'm not satisfied. Right? Like, what is there? Like, what is your quota in your, in your life? Like, what is it? Is Pat Beverly's quota to get a young team to the playoffs? Apparently, that's what it was. It wasn't winning the championship. It was that's so that's what his ceiling was. That's 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 as far as he thought they could go. So, a lot of us need to raise our ceiling and raise our, our standard of excellence because in this, in today's culture. We're so focused on doing things to get attention, for likes, for pats on the back, for comments. But the people who are actually winning, right? The people that are actually um, making a difference. The people that, that uh, you know, as Tim Crover calls, they're cleaners. And, and you can look, that, look it up what that means. Uh, they celebrate when the job is done. And the next day they're back to work. Yeah. Next day they're back to work. So and, look, and, and everyone everyone isn't wired that way, right? Like Yeah, yeah. Very very few people wired that way. But my, my whole thing was, you know, to, to to publicly slander someone when clearly their 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 expectations and standards are a lot higher than yours. And they've done a lot more than, than you've done. Right. And it, it just came off, like you said, of just, of just pure hate. Well, this is another life pure thing, hate. man. This is another life thing. How many people that are actually succeeding are in the top of their field criticize other people publicly? Even privately. I would it, say I would say zero. It's a very small percentage. I would say zero. Right? Like I love Charles Barkley, but like he wasn't. He 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 isn't. He's not a top ten guy. You know, he was top ten during his prime, but like he makes a living off pretty much criticizing people. Right. I mean that's and that's part of it as entertain, entertainment. But yes, yeah, that's, that's what all these media. But, but but we do it. But yeah, but I'm not. Who am I? I yeah. Mean, you know, no one should. LeBron shouldn't freaking listen to what I say. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't. Who cares? <laughs> you shouldn't listen to what I say. Um. So part, and I think part of, you know, like we we're talking about with this generation of honestly just people in general. Like, what is your like? They don't have an edge, man. Like, what's what's keeping you? Like, when you wake up, what's keeping you motivated to keep going, man? Like. You had we had something that happened to our team in the lifetime league recently. I'll let you touch on it a little bit, and even like yesterday. <laughs> and it's little things, man. Here's the thing: like it doesn't have to be. First of all, it doesn't even have it's to actually be. Kind of sick it doesn't even have to be real. Nah, for real, it is sick. Like it doesn't have to be real. Michael Jordan made up a story about this guy. Um, he said, "Good game, Mike." After they lost, after he had thirty eight on him, and he said, "Good game." Later on, and then the next game, Michael was like, I'm going to destroy him. And he literally had, like, 35 in the first half. He said, I'm going to have what he had in the full game in one half. And then he was off by, like, three points yeah. in that half. And they asked Mike later on, like, "What did he say that? He's like, no, nah, I made it up. Sounds extreme, but, like, what, 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 my, like, you got to, you got to manage, and we'll talk about this later, but, like, yeah, you got to manage your mind, man. Like, 
you know, create things that, that just get you going, it gives you that edge. I'll let you, you know, kind of talk about it. Yeah, we had a game. We've talked about the men's league that we play in. We've won it three out of the four times we participated. Ultimate Hoops, uh, Lifetime, in Gainesville. And, you know, we're, we're the number one target in the league. Like, that's just what, it, what it's been because we've been successful. Um, so we're going to get it. We're going to get each, each team's best shot. And uh, we ended up losing pretty bad uh, last Sunday. Granted, Marshall wasn't there, a couple other people. Um, we haven't played in two weeks because of Mother's Day and, you know, other things. And, um, you know, we we actually don't – I know I personally don't. I play once a week, and that's in the league. Yeah, usually. Like, I don't – just don't have the time to, to play pickup basketball unless it's in the morning, but we don't have that set up yet. So, yeah, I mean, we ended up, ended up losing. And guys are chirping, like, as a game – is is it's dwindling. Like the game's about to be over. And I'm hearing this stuff. I'm just like, like, for real? Where was this when it was when it was zero zero? Actually I won't even say that. Where was this when y'all were down where y'all were up fifteen in the fourth quarter? Right? Like It wasn't and this is the last thing I'll say before before I let you keep going. They weren't saying anything because we played the same team last season, <laughs> beat them three times. The second time we played them, we were down 15 in the fourth quarter. And, and we came back and won and offset the game winner. Right. So, us having, you know, the competitive edge and just a different mental, bro. Like, and look, this is a, this is a men's league. Like, I don't get paid for this crap. I've played at pretty good levels. Um, but, yo, I, I take stuff like that personal. And it's sick, right? Like I said, like this, is a, this is a men's league. It's, this doesn't freaking matter. But I have a certain level. And, like, to me, you're disrespecting me. It like, is, I'm, I'm 100%. Taking, I'm, taking, I'm taking this as disrespect. 100%. So... I'm, I'll say this publicly, like, I hope that team gets to the championship because if we see y'all in the championship, like, it's, you, you guys will, you guys will see the separation. Or, or, or in the playoffs. Cause we playoffs. Yeah, whatever. whatever. I hope it's a championship. But, but, again, like, that's all I needed, man. And, you know, my, my last dance moment when he's, when he's swinging the bat, he has a cigar in his mouth. Somebody asked him, like, yeah, so how, how do you feel after that game one? He's like, well, you know, it's, it's one game. I was gonna, it's going to be a dogfight tomorrow, though. But, again, my point is, you know, it, it sounds sick, but those are, like, the little things that that really and, and ultimately it challenges yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm not playing against – the team that was taught like nah this is this is about me this is exactly and creating little things uh to 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 uplift me to get to a certain level right and it sometimes it, it takes you making up stuff or like oh he didn't dap me up when I walked in oh okay like that's how you feel or somebody said you that's know that's off when you that's off three. or what Okay. 
Yeah, I'm taking that. I'm taking that crap personal, and you're gonna feel it personally next time we we we, we, we suit up. So, yeah, I mean the the league the league will will feel this. We play Sunday and Monday. Like, I might go crazy. I'm yeah, just, yeah. Actually, crazy. I am gonna go. I'm yeah, just, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna let let these people know. Right, and and you're not gonna be there Sunday. I'm going crazy. For Monday, Sunday, yeah, man. Monday. I won't I'm be going there. crazy. Actually, I am because that trip got canceled. Oh, you're there for both games? Yeah. All right. So I'll be there. Say less. <laughs> Say less. And, and it doesn't, again, this isn't a basketball thing. Like, if you're not at the weight goal you want to be at, well, my ex said it. Remember when your ex said you were overweight? Or your mom? Or someone someone looked at you a certain way and you felt like they were judging you in the gym? Like, in your career, you know, uh, you walk by, or you walk, you walk in a room, and someone asks, "Are you a level? Are you at, at a level or a position that is lower than you actually are?" Right? Like you, let's say you're a manager, and someone asks if you're a direct report, right? Like mentally, like, oh, they're gonna know. Oh, that's how you feel. Like you think I'm, you're gonna prejudge me. Like I'm just, and there's nothing wrong being like an entry level employee, but. You, I, there's obviously something about me that you felt like you, you know, could judge me in that way. Like, you're gonna remember who I am. Academically, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, I think I talked about this before. You know, we're in the church right now, recording. You know, some people may listen. It's all good. Basically, uh, we have a scholarship fund, Evelyn T. Russell Scholarship Fund, uh, which gives any student, high school, or college. Um, or high school students going into college or current college students, whether it's undergrad, graduate, the opportunity to win scholarship money from the church. We have to do, uh, you know, essays, submit, you know, questionnaires, all that stuff. Um, long story short, my information got lost somehow. And instead of saying that, here, so here's what happened actually. On Sunday, they announced the win, the, you know, the winners and, and, you know, how much they got. And from what I remember, everyone who applies gets a certain dollar amount, right? So the top recipient gets this, you know, bottom recipient gets the least amount of money. My name didn't get called at all. So my, I'm pissed. Like, what is going on? My mom's pissed. No, you know mom was pissed. I send them an email like, yo, what happened? They're like, well, you didn't submit your essay in time. I send them, I, I forwarded it and said, I, I submitted it this time. Well, we didn't get this document. <laughs> I'm like, well, I gave the document to this person who's on the board. So anyways, that doesn't get resolved. Um, I'm a freshman in college. This is my, it's like the first month of my first semester. Um, and the, the person who runs the scholarship gives me a call and says, hey, we're having a writing workshop. Um, you know, I know, I remember your essay wasn't one of the, you know, basically your essay wasn't one of the best. So, you know, if you're back home, like, you know, I think this can help you. I got my, I got my, um, essay proofread Nico by, by Mikhail's mom, the other Mrs. Hamilton, RIP, who was an English professor before I sent it. She, she gave me edits, submitted those edits. So like, I know it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. So I took that, literally, that moment, I was like, say less. I'm locked in now. 
I never had less than a 3-0 my whole college. I have the best grades in my life. Clock in. So, you want to talk about yeah, edge. Clock in. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but nah, I, was, I was the first <laughs> basketball player to get academic, uh, first team, uh, uh, not first team, but acad- uh, academic all-conference four straight years. Um, I was uh, chosen to be on the National Association of Basketball Coaches Honors Court. It's like a... a uh, award that's designated only for seniors. I got the marketing award my senior year as a top marketing student. Um, and again, I never had less than a 3 So I, I bring that up not to say, look at what I did, but literally, I'm telling you, if I don't get that call, I don't know. I don't know if, if my grades are that good. You know? But a part of it, part of this comes from your self-image, right? If you know who you are, or you're just insanely competitive, you could have, because I always didn't have the confidence, but I've always been very competitive, right? And I've always had a prove, prove you wrong mentality. Um, but really, if you if you have confidence in yourself, those, when people do that stuff to you, it's actually, it's not going to put you down and discourage you from doing what you're supposed to do. It's, it's gonna actually going to elevate you. It's going to elevate you. It's going to elevate you. It's and like it's like a sorry to cut you off. It's you're like, good. It's like when certain people play better, mad. Yeah. Right. Like it just it ignites a fire that you know couldn't be ignited if if that person didn't didn't push one button. Right. And you know what it is? It's because they're questioning in your mind. They're questioning who you are. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Like you're questioning, and you have to prove. To yourself and to them that nah like I'm different like this is who I am um but here's the thing I do want to say at this point in my life I've learned all right proving somebody wrong it feels good in the moment it's good temporary motivation but now it's like how do I prove God right and myself right mm. You know, how do I prove God right? Because God says these things about me. The person who you're proving wrong, you know, they probably already they probably already know you had the ability. Exactly. It's just, it's just them, just them hating. If if Chris Paul plays Pat Bev in the championship, you know, ever and wins, that'd be great. <laughs> and wins, I would love know, to see that. Was he doing it to prove Pat Bev wrong? I don't think so, right? Because what? And again, I understand because I've been there, and it still happens today, especially on the court. But uh, that person, what you, what that means is that person or other people control your motivation, right? They control your motivation. If you need someone to talk trash to you, say something to get you going, that's not you're not going to succeed that way. Um, now you can take something and hold on to it and use it as motivation again, but I, I, at this point, I, now that I know who I am, it's like, like Austin said, I'm not competing with anybody on the court or anything in life. I'm not like I'm just trying to prove to myself that you know I'm going in the, in the right direction and 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 I know who and I I am who I say I am. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, you know. So, 
We didn't talk about the pickup too. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Um, so there, there's some kids. I mean, I was, you know, some we may have some listeners who, who know these kids. So I'm not gonna throw names out there, but I don't um, know their names, but they're uh, some high school kids at, at a rival high school of ours who they've had some success. Um, you know, the last few years. Now, look, not hating, not being Pat Bev or anything like that, but the high school competition they're playing against versus what we played against is completely different, right? Now, these guys go to the gym that we go to. We don't have time to play pickup like that, and the competition within, like, the gym membership isn't that good. So they come to the court, they run the court, they feel good, they talk talk about themselves, all, all this, you know, uh, talk trash to, you know, people who aren't as good as them, you know. Do they talk trash? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, they... They be chirping at them? Just, like... Rah rah, like okay. you know, and they definitely chirp, like you know. They again, it's that front runner energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, actually, like two months ago, Brandon texts us is like, "Yeah, these kids from this school uh, were talking crazy to me, and I single-handedly beat them." <laughs> and I asked who, and he, and I, he said who, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know that kid. Typically, he's real chill and like quiet, but I don't know." This is the kid you were guarding? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then, and it was some other kids too. Yeah. Um. So then, <laughs> about a month later, I'm there, and I just I had to go like quickly. Like I just trained. I need to be home by a certain time, but I wanted to get like one game in. So before the game, I'm like, look, this is my only game. It's me. Uh, this dude who actually ends up happens to be my maintenance guy at the. Because I live in, yeah, real cool dude. He can he, he can play a little bit. It's me, him, and three guys who are terrible. It's this kid who's who's one of the best players in in the area in high school. Clark, big Clark, mm-hmm. um, the the Asian kid who uh, that, that played yesterday, who you know, strong, stocky, stocky yeah, yeah, shooting a lot of floaters. Yeah, he built like um, Chun Lee. Yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> Another dude with the ponytail on our team, uh, the long hair, who was getting some offensive rebounds. Yeah, uh, Dan or something. Dan, yeah, him, and then some terrible black dude, right? <laughs> this, this guy was disgusting. He was an old head. He was absolutely Yo, why, why he had to be a black dude? Right? <laughs> he was, he was, he was, you're making us look bad. He was dark skin, too. He was absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah, just how I knew. He, you should have just, just said terrible dude, bro. Yeah, you ain't to... Yeah, my bad. Yeah, make us look bad like that. But my team isn't supposed to win. Right. I go, I, bro. I'm like passing the ball. I'm not even gunning. Um, but we're winning, and we're at a point where it's ten, it's nine eight us. They hit a three, and it's ten to nine, and we're playing the thirteen. So the the kid who's guarding me, who I think at that point maybe had like one bucket. He starts, like, clapping, like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm good, I'm good. Because, you know, people are calling out, like, you know, you're by yourself. I'm good, I'm good, I'm not worried about that, I'm good, I'm good. This is the same kid? Yeah, yeah. He didn't really say anything. Oh, this is why. (laughs) So, I'm holding the ball, right? Like, no, like, volleyball. I'm holding the ball, and they're like, I'm good, I'm good. And they're like, yo, get on him, he'll shoot that. All right, I'm good. Pull it, cash, 11-10. They score, they get 11 11. And, uh, uh, and then I come down, he's guarding me, 
I uh, they do a flash screen top of the key. I snake it, sidestep um, to the right on the right wing, fadeaway three, game. And naturally, I have to say, any Hooper knows this. I have to say, get get the freak off, get the f off the court, get the freak off the court. We're in the church right now, so you know. Yeah, I said I said freak. So then um, we need a we need a beep. Uh, Need a beat drop, E. <laughs> we do need that. We won't, we won't even. We don't it use it. Funny. We just gotta use it. <laughs> we do need that. So, <laughs> so and, and again, like, uh, like you said, it's sick. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't like. <laughs> this is a freaking dirty year old talking about high school kids. Nah, but look, I didn't like again. But I know, but I know exactly. I didn't like. Said. So, so one, he, he they were disrespecting Brandon, which I don't. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't rocking with that. And then. When they got the lead, because they were losing the whole game. When they got the lead, then he started, yeah, like doing all that. Right. And you know me, like, <laughs> and you're the same way. Like, I don't, like, again, it, it sounds like, oh, they're just being hyped. No, like, I know what that means. Yeah. Like, I'm not, nah. So, um, so then after the game, he's like, bro, what do you, you're scoring off this, off that. I said, Colin. And we dapped up, like, you know. <laughs> you weren't going to say the dude's name, yeah. but. <laughs> I was like, yo. Nobody knows this for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yo. I had 11 of the 13 points, and you were the primary defender, and I wasn't even gunning. <laughs> um, I was like, look, man. Like, I know y'all used to run the court, but the high school stuff isn't, like, it's not it's not working. Like, just grown man stuff. <laughs> he was like, bro, play again, play again. I said, look, I have a kid to go take care of. <laughs> Now I can say that. I, I, I told you yeah, I only have one young, game. Young fella. Young fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told Lon, <laughs> you know, at least, I, you know, I was like, because uh, this dude who's been there for a while, you know, this has been our gym for 20 years. All right, man, let these young kids know, man. Like, like, like I've been doing this. We've been doing this a long time here. Yeah. You know, then, so then yesterday, we, uh, me and Austin are on, and we're just trying to get, like, a quick running. And him... The kid and then this other kid who's usually quiet, but he kind of has that like, I'm cool, like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, whatever mentality, like too cool type stuff. And uh, same kid, again, Austin says, oh, well, he didn't say anything. It's because I plucked him the first possession. Yeah. He had three. He had, he had, he scored one bucket, which was a tough fadeaway. I give him credit. He had, he had like four or five turnovers in one bucket. Yeah, he was, he was flustered. All of them were flustered. Yeah, yeah, and and last thing I'll say, and this is what this is again the thing I don't like. Um, they played against Hayfield, right? First team of that they played that actually has dogs. I watched some of the film, bro. And I wasn't like looking to pick on this kid, you know what I'm saying? Because the whole team obviously didn't play that great, but I don't think he scored, bro. I don't think he scored one bucket that game, and he averages de- definitely double figures. He's probably their second leading scorer. Mm. And and they played against some dogs and none that none of that energy was there. Hayfield went freaking undefeated. Undefeated, right? yeah. Won the state championship. Yeah, dog. So so yeah, like that whole front runner stuff, man, like only talking when you're up, only talking against dudes you're better than. Like we don't we never initiate any anything. Like we it doesn't matter like who we're playing against. But I'm definitely not gonna initiate trash talk against some dudes that are that aren't good. No. So yeah, man, the edge. The edge. edge. That's the name of this episode. Yeah. Um, Thank you. We got a couple more minutes. Um, we don't have time to talk about everything, but I, I did want to talk about uh, 
pain, man. And you know, y'all are probably like this is probably like this is a sick, sick episode. I have a clip from from Ten Grover that I want to play. Um, that I, I think you all will will be able to relate to because, again, man, just just a different mindset. So, real cl- real quick here, prediction for this fight. Prediction. Pain. Yeah, you know, you know where that's from, man. Rocky One Green. winning does to an individual's mental health. Blocking. Winning doesn't make you heartless, but Blocking. it teaches you to use your heart less. Every decision I've made, I knew what the cost was going to be. If you think the price of winning is too high, wait till you get the bill from regret. So I wanted to talk about the, the pain of discipline versus the the pain of regret, man. Um, because it, it, there's going to be pain on both ends, right? You have you really you really only have two choices. There's no middle ground. Either you're going to look back on life and whatever you're going after, right? It doesn't matter what arena it is, small or big to some people. Like you're going to have to go through pain, and, and and the reason why the edge is so important, man, is because our human nature is to avoid pain. Like it's literally how we're wired. You want to avoid avoid pain. We want to avoid being, you know, out of our comfort zone. We want to um, avoid obstacles. But you have to you have to go through that stuff and fail in order to succeed. Like I I hear. I hear this this uh, this quote said, and I get what it means, but I don't agree with it. And it's, man, failure is not an option. It's absolutely not an option. Like, I, like failure isn't an option. And I used to say that stuff too. Like, yo, there's no way, like, there's no way I'm gonna lose this. There's no way I'm losing. There's no way I'm not gonna. And and now that I'm older, I'm like, nah, dog. That's the only way I'm gonna succeed. It's literally the only like I'm only going to succeed if I fail first. But I have to fail forward. And I think a lot of people, they don't want to go to that pain of discipline because their concept in their mindset of uh, source failure isn't the right mindset. Like you have to have in your mind. They're afraid of failure. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the key. It's like, you can't be afraid to fail, right? Go in, go into something knowing like, yo, there's there's a possibility that like I might not win this game like that's 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 a real possibility or I might not close this deal right and it, it all comes down to if you do face it what are you gonna do how are you gonna react to it I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that because if, not to get, not to go back to you know the story about these high school kids. But uh, Austin said something to me, man, that was powerful because we beat them, right? We beat them. Well, hold on, we beat them, but how it, how it ended? Yeah, I think that's what you're getting to. Yeah, yeah. I was. I'm glad you brought that up. How how, how it, it ended, ended? So go ahead. Um, like Marshall talked about it, but I plucked this kid. Like anybody knows in basketball, I mean, one of the most. Uh, like depleting things is if somebody like legit like caught taking takes your cookies like single handedly like steals the ball from you, and I did that to the kid, 
Score, game over. Like, that's how it ended, bro. I don't know about y'all, but for me, if that happened to me, I'm like, I'm chomping at the bit like, yo, are y'all playing again? Because like, I, need, I need to get back. And these kids put on their shoes, you know, flip, flip-flops, whatever, and just left. I'm sorry, but I'm not. No way. That's not how I'm, I'm not leaving. This is how sick I am. For anybody that, was, that looked at my story um, yesterday, uh, May 16th, I, I, one of the kids I train, we do a shooting competition, um, and I, he's younger than me. Uh, I was shooting with my left hand. I had to throw that in there. And he ended up beating me, right? Like, I was up 9-7, to seven, and I choked. He came back and, and won. Like, yeah, it was fun, like, cute, whatever. But I was, like, low-key sick. I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, I was sick. This kid's, like, 11. Yeah, yeah. But I lost. And you know, not, nothing's worse than, like, little kid annoying trash talk. And, and this kid, he doesn't do any of that. He's, like, the nicest kid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, this kid. Yeah. Shout out to Connor, man. Um, but I was just, like, sick, bro. I'm like, yo. Like, I have to go win something, man. And I was telling, I was telling my friend, I'm like, yo. Like, I need to, like, you're trying to play one-on-one, man. Like, I need to, <laughs> I need to win. She didn't play basketball, like. So, um, yeah, man, I, I say all that to say, like, I, 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 from a competitive standpoint, if, if, it, if, if a certain situation ends a way I don't, you know, wouldn't want it to be, like, I'm, it's going to bother me for a while. Like, even if it's just playing pickup, bro, like, if I lose, if I don't, if I don't finish a, a day without a win, like, that crap's going to sting for, like, at least 48 hours. Or, or even if you had a good day and you lose, unless it's, like, a, you know, a game that, like, was kind of washed, but you could have a good day, and if you end on a loss, like, it, it doesn't, yeah, it's it doesn't right. feel good, like. Unless, unless you won, like, seven straight and retired. Like, that like, day we played three on three at Centerville with Joe and them, and we, and we just. Yeah, that. Like that still bothers well, me. And, well, and that carried over to win, to the league. Exactly. That still bothers me. It still does. It still bothers. I actually, me. I'm, thank you for reminding. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I didn't like the energy. I didn't like the energy. Thank you for reminding. I didn't like me. the energy. Um, thank you for reminding. And I still don't like that the energy. But um, <laughs> and look, man, when we talk about like you know failure and and it's, and it's not an option. We're not talking about going into a situation expecting to fail, right? You should have. You should expect to win, but prepare for failure and what your response is going to be. You know, it's a different mindset. It's not, man, oh, well, I'm just going to hope and, you know, hope hope it goes well. No, nah, like, you want to speak victory. Go into that thing like, yeah, like, I have confidence, man. Like, I'm about to kill this presentation. I'm about to, you know, uh, shoot, it could be, go talk, go get, go ask for a girl for a number. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, crazy. But you want to go into it with, with expectation. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, just shoot the DM, man. Like, just just do it. But but if you get a negative response or reaction to, to life, how do you bounce back, man? And don't speaking send of, the same message to the next girl. No, nah, I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah, retweet that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but what I love about what CB3 said, he said, man, I'm not retiring. I'm coming back. Yeah. That was an Eric B too. You know what I'm saying? So um, shout out to Russell. <laughs> so yeah, man. Like 
When it comes down to going back to the whole pain concept, um, is pain pain privilege? Like how pressure is privilege? Pain is privilege. And here's the thing. Again, it's sick, bro. Like, it's sick. Once you go through it, man, like, I'll give you an example. Um, I haven't been, like, lifting my upper body, like, my upper body as much lately. Um, I'm not really liking the way my veins are popping out. My veins are my veins are popping out. Like, oh, you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about. When you got that, Nico's like, oh, what are you talking about, bro? All right. You know what I'm talking about. When you're when you're oh, when your muscle the body fat percentage is is there, the veins are yeah, like Nico's yeah, veins is popping. Yeah, yeah, but it's that lean muscle though. Because well, here's the thing, like people. Like not not even trying to be funny. Like Nico, Nico was strong, bro. Like Nico was strong, dog. Like weight room, I had, I had weight training in high school. Nico, Nico hasn't. Have you gained weight? Have you lost weight since high school? I mean, but you weren't that much bigger. No, I think I had more muscle mass. Yeah, you had a little more muscle mass, but like more probably my legs too. You were, but you were like you were way stronger than you look, though. Probably you were way stronger than you look. You know what I'm saying? I just saw you. I just, I'm just looking um, at your shirt. That's hilarious. <laughs> so my, my point is, like, I lifted today hard. Like, in live, honestly, keep it a butt. The conversation lots of had with me about the game yesterday, especially me not being there. <laughs> I went hard in the weight room today. And I had, and I felt the soreness that, like, it just felt good, bro. When I first started lifting, did I love that feeling? I hated it. I I hated it. Like, the pain of lifting and all that, like I hated it. But once you go through that initial pain, it's like when you jump in a cold tub, like first 30 seconds to a minute, it's awful. First three minutes. But then it starts to feel good. And then it's like, life without it is weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, I'll, I'll wrap up, man. Um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about, but. Um, I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah man. the score of the game. Yeah, yeah, what's the score? Ooh, Celtics are up 62-55. Third quarter just started. I need to need to catch that. Yeah, yeah. They might pull, they might pull it off. But in closing, got a couple things. Shout out to uh, to Marcus Berry. Um, we've had him on twice, actually. Um, I don't remember the episode numbers. But um, actually, he's Nico's cousin. Um, one of Austin's former teammates from way back in Marathon the day. Marathon Mark. Marathon Mark. Avid runner. Um, motivational speaker. He's been doing Monday motivation music, music artist. You still making music? He, he yeah, he, he's an artist still. I, you know, he made yeah, music in the last. Music out there, yeah. Yeah, within the last like year, he's put out something. But anyways, um, he's been making Monday motivation videos for us for the last probably like two months, and there's a lot of knowledge in those videos. Like, please check them out. Like seriously, you guys are missing a lot of valuable information that can help you um, and help others. So go to our profile, Clock and Pod uh, on IG, and you'll see his videos because you know lights can do with dreads. Like you can't miss them. He's he's um, in the LSS, right? Yeah, he's part of the LSS. The whole Barry clan, except for <laughs> yeah. Bianca and David, probably right. Philip, Philip, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So check that out. Um, we haven't announced this officially yet, but I think it's a good place to announce it. Our website is now uh, pretty much done and live. So 
Um, we changed the link on the Instagram bio to that website. Um, we might post a video soon, like a quick tour of it, but it's clockinpod.com. So it's uh, it's, it's literally that's that's the cue that I'm talking too much. Uh, <laughs> It, it's literally the Instagram. Stop playing the music. <laughs> the like Instagram, in, a, in, a, in like Apollo. the Apollo, the Sandman. Uh, um, but it's our it's our Instagram tag and then dot com. It has all everything we have on the link tree is there and more. Shout out to Brittany Brittany Wakeman. Um, get fit, Brit, uh, for for doing beast. that. She's a beast. Yeah, she's she gets it done. She gets it done. And then and then lastly, um, this is this is a big announcement for for us, the uh, old heads. Um, I didn't even get into this. So I got hacked. My my personal account got hacked. It was probably when Nico. It was probably when Nico. Probably when Nico. Nico and them. Uh, Nico and them dudes out of Liberia. I don't know. It's a. I, it, it's, it's not. I don't think it's a coincidence that my joint. Dog, you you don't understand how many people hit me up like yo like. like why is Marshall asking for my number? A lot of them were like joints too. <laughs> Like, like, yo, what's good? Like, first yeah, message. Right. Yeah, first message. Like, hey. I was like. And I, here's the thing, bro. Everyone who hit me, I already have my number. So, like, wow. Yeah, it was weird. Like, I had a, like it was annoying because I kept posting on my story. Yeah, like, yo, it's annoying. Hacked. Yeah, it's everyone's acting. Bro, like, I think you're hacked. asking me, bro. Bro, I think you're hacked. Like, yes. I was getting, like, people were getting, I was getting text messages. Like, yeah, same, bro. Like, I'm yo. like, yo, he's hacked. Man. Yeah, like. Anyway, a copy and paste freedom sponsor. Anyway, that created t- so I, I'm honestly I'm probably not gonna I'm trying to shut that page down, but I probably won't reactivate my personal account because I've talked about getting rid of it and focusing on clocking anyway. Anyways, I bring that up because it created time. My personal joint too. It's about to be straight clocking and goods. There you go. Um, it gave me the time to create a TikTok. So we have a TikTok account. It's uh, oh sure. I didn't, I didn't know you officially did that. Yeah, you start dancing. Whatever gonna get, whatever gonna pay the bills, man. <laughs> whatever gonna pay the bills. He about to sell his soul. <laughs> I'm about to be in this show. Soul, man. Acting a fool. Um, but clock in five ten is a is a handle. I don't know how to use TikTok yet. I posted one joint yesterday. It's pretty much an Instagram story. Um, but yeah, check us out on, on TikTok, man. And episode seventy six. Yes, sir. We got four more to go this season. Appreciate the love, y'all. Love doing it. Hope y'all are doing it. Uh, as usual. Yeah. Clock in. Let's get it. Start sending us ideas for that. We're going to hunt it up, man. We got to do something big with that. We got to do something big. Live. 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 Forty-five to an hour of us just chopping it up, talking about our story, jokes, and we just we, we celebrate it. It'd be dope to have like a Q and A. Yeah, I'm saying like let's invite, like let's tie up the charity.
be good, man. We love it. I'm in the stew. It's hunting season. Where's the food? We push each other daily. Level up. Cause that's what brothers do. Clock in. 